again, everyone. It's another day. It's another week. It's another episode. And like always, I really hope that these devotional podcasts are helping you pursue Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, let's get let's get praying. <laughs> let's pray, and we'll get started. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, <sighs> thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for never leaving us and being faithful to your promises. Speak to our hearts and our minds today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, I want you to take a minute and think back on a time, or maybe multiple times, when you could really feel God's presence. You know, maybe it was uh, during church, or maybe it was outside on a hike, maybe it was just praying alone in your room. But take a minute and think and just remember that time. Um, while you're thinking about it, while you're trying to remember that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you one of my memories of feeling God's presence. Um, it was around spring, springish of 2012. I was working for a church in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was just in the middle of a, a really difficult season. Um, and I remember walking outside from the church building to another building on the property and, uh, just praying because again, I was in the middle of a difficult season. I, I, I felt alone and I needed direction and I just didn't feel like I had heard from God in a while. Um, just, just felt like he wasn't with me at all. Um, so as I was walking and praying, I just, just prayed to hear him. Um, just prayed to hear God. But instead of like hearing this this deep truth or you know a specific verse or anything like that, um, this this random gust of wind just started blowing. Um, it was gentle, uh, but it was kind of strong at the same time. Um, like I could hear all the leaves around me, um, just you know rustling in the wind, and uh, the wind <laughs> literally went all around me. Like it was out in the out in the woods and out in the trees, and then all of a sudden it was like all around me, and I could feel the wind. Um, and like I said, it was gentle, but it was strong at the same time. Um, and in that moment, I I smiled, <laughs> like I kind of chuckled because because I knew that God, um, that that was God, and He was telling me that you know He's with me, He never left me, um, and. It was overwhelming to the point it brought me to tears. Like I chuckled and I laughed. And there were there were joyful tears. Um, there were peaceful tears, um, and I knew that that was that was God. It was His presence, and He was just reassuring me that He was with me and He never left me. And I will never forget that moment. It's one of my favorite moments ever. Like it's it's a vivid memory of mine. So what about you? Um, do you remember a specific moment? Have you ever had that moment? Do you want that moment? <laughs> um, I'm sure you do. You know, do you want to experience the presence of God? It's one of the best things ever. Like literally, experiencing the presence of God is one of the best things ever. Um, but I'm not going to tell you today how to experience God's presence. Um, and that might seem like kind of where we were going, but I'm not going to talk about how to experience God's presence. What we're talking about today is about not experiencing God's presence. Um, and uh, this kind of relates back to uh, last week's episode about speaking truth to your experiences. Uh, but in this case, I'm talking about speaking truth to your lack of experience, um, your lack of experience in God's presence. 
Now we've all been there. Um, you might even be there now. Uh, you know, that, that place where we just kind of feel nothing, right? We don't feel like God is showing us anything specific or speaking to us, nothing life changing. We don't even feel like God is with us at all. Um, and I've been there for sure multiple times. Um, I hate that place because there's nothing like feeling God's presence. So I, I don't like not feeling his presence. Um, I mean, even David says in Psalm 16, uh, in verse 11, it says, you make known to me the path of life. And he says, in your presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. David knew the experience of God's presence. It's fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. You know, there's nothing so satisfying as feeling the presence of God. You know, it's a place we never want to leave. Um, uh, kind of like a, a Martha sitting at the feet of Jesus or the song, um, nothing else, right? Caught up in your presence. I just want to be here at your feet. Um, it's a place we never want to leave. But the problem is we don't always feel that way. Um, in fact, I would probably say it's it's more often than not that we don't feel overwhelmed by God's presence. Um, so let me ask you this. How is that going right now? Do you feel his presence right now? Um, if you do, is it strong or overwhelming? Or does it feel like he's absent right now? And if it's absent... Let me tell you, you're definitely not the only person who has felt the absence of God's presence. But this is where the truth comes in. All right? This is where the truth comes in. Um, at the end of Matthew, in chapter 28, we get the, the Great Commission where he's sending the disciples out. Um, uh, you know, after he's uh, resurrected and everything, he's like giving them mission, putting them on mission. Um, and he ends... Uh, this this commissioning with this statement it says, "Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I am with you always, even to the end of the age." Jesus promises to never leave us. You know, that He will always be with us, and we will never be alone. It's a promise He made to the disciples and to us. So the question is, why are there times or seasons? where I don't feel God's presence? Why are there times where I feel like I'm alone, like God is not with me? I think there are more reasons than we'll probably ever understand. Um, I think sometimes it's because we distance ourselves from God. Um, you know, maybe we've given into a specific sin and chosen our own desires over God. Or maybe it's just because we're addicted to being busy and we don't prioritize our relationship with God. We don't prioritize pursuing Jesus um, and work at growing close to him. Um, but one of the reasons, um, I think, is simply that God will remove the experience of his presence from time to time in order to build our faith. Now, I want to be clear. God doesn't remove his presence from us. Right, So God doesn't leave us. Jesus promised to never leave us, but he will remove the experience, the experience of his presence for faith-building purposes. I'm going to say that again. From time to time, God will remove the experience of his presence for faith-building purposes. 
in uh, Psalm 42, David talks about this, and we get to see kind of how he sustains his faith. Um, I'm just going to read the entirety of Psalm 42. It's kind of long. I typically wouldn't read the entire thing, but I think it gives us good context um, uh, and a good example of, of how David does this. So, uh, this is Psalm 42, verse 1. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. You know, obviously David wants to experience the presence of God. Um, When shall I come and appear before God? Verse 3 says, My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? So obviously David here, he's saying, you know, I, God, I want you. I want to hear you. I want your presence. I thirst for you. I need you, God. But then he's like, my tears have been my food day and night. Um, you know, they say to me, where is your God? So he's not obviously, obviously not feeling God's presence. And then he goes in verse four, these things I remember as I pour out my soul how I would go to the throng and lead them in the procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. These things I remember. And then he says, verse five, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. He's speaking to himself. He's speaking to his soul. Hope in God for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And he's back and forth here. He's like, you know, just um, bipolar moments here. But uh, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon and uh, from Mount Mizar. Uh, deep calls the deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why have you forgotten me? That is a question I'm sure we've all prayed like, God, where are you? Why aren't you with me? Why can't I feel you? Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy as with a deadly wound in my bones? My adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Where is your God? Verse 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. Again, he's speaking to his soul. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. This, Psalm 42, just a great example of how we build our faith in the times where we feel like God has left us, right? We remember the times we felt his presence. We remember the times we knew God was with us. We speak to our soul and minister to it using the truth, the truth, the promise that God never leaves us. That's why David was speaking to his soul. That's why he, that's why he was remembering those times where he would you know, go to the house of God with the people. Uh, he was speaking to his soul and he was reminding himself of the truth. Um, he was reminding himself of the truth because he didn't have the experience of God's presence in that moment. You know, just like Paul says in uh, in Second Corinthians five or seven, says we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. You can put uh, experience 
in there instead of sight, right? We walk by faith, not by experience. We walk by faith, not by sight. Um, and then Hebrews 10, 22 and 23, one of my favorite, uh, favorite parts of scripture says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, in full assurance of faith, not experience with of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promises faithful. Another translation, I think it's NLT, ends that uh, that scripture with, uh, God is faithful to keep his promises. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, um, uh, for he who promised is faithful. God is faithful to keep his promises. You know, if we always experience if we always have those experiences, there's no need for faith. Just like it says later, Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. There is a reason we need faith. There is a reason that we have truth. And there are times when God removes his, the experience of his presence for the building of our faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, when you're fighting the feeling that God has abandoned you, you know, that you're all alone in this life or the season or even this, this hour, right? Even in this moment, do what David did. Remember, speak truth to your soul. Hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, right? Because God is faithful to keep his promises. He hasn't left you. He hasn't. He has not left you. And he never will. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, thank you that you never leave me. Lord, thank you that you never leave me. Thank you that you are here with me right now. Thank you that your truth supersedes my experience or even my lack of experience. And help me to remember your promises, to trust you and what you say more than I trust my own understanding or my own experience. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now take some time. Music's going to play. You pray, listen, speak truth to your soul, and just let the Holy Spirit speak to you.
Well, like always, I'm going to close in prayer, but if you want more time to hear from God, feel free to rewind this. Continue to focus your attention on the Holy Spirit and what he is saying, all right? Let's pray. Lord, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, remind me of your faithfulness and your promises when I feel alone. Help me to speak truth to my soul when I feel abandoned. And when I feel alone, build my faith so that I would trust in you more than my experiences. In Jesus' name, amen.